How's it going, Katanning? We are back for another episode of the Katanning Podcast, the uh, final episode in our uh, series on the county commissioner candidates. Have our final candidate here today, uh, Mrs. Deb Whiteman. Deb, it's wonderful to have you today. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on the uh, show. Thank you for having me. Very much looking forward to getting to know you and mm -hmm. uh, very much looking forward to everyone else getting to know you. I, I think it's very important for all of us to have uh, a good knowledge of who you're voting for in the upcoming election. And so the primary is on May 21st. It's coming up really fast. It is. And so we're getting you here just in time. Right. <laughs> so right. tell us a little bit about who you are, um, just to give everyone out there an idea of your history in Armstrong County. Um, How did you end up at this point running for county commissioner? Well, my history is I was born and raised in North Buffalo Township, uh, Armstrong County. My parents were from Armstrong County, and they were also from Armstrong County all their lives. Yeah. Um, my husband, Clark Whiteman, he is from Armstrong County, North Buffalo Township also. And uh, we had four children together combined. We have four children. Wow. Uh, nine grandchildren. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're a handful. <laughs> uh, we also had raised four grandchildren for about 11 years. Their mother was in a tragic accident, and so we took them in for a while. So we kind of raised two families yeah. that we did, yeah. And we'd do it all over again for them, though. They were your grandchildren, you know. Absolutely. So. Um, I maybe need to get some advice from you. I'm raising four children currently. So, there you and go. you've done it twice successfully. I've done it twice. <laughs> well, I don't know how successful it was, but I, it seems to be. So, sure. yeah. Yeah. Sorry, and, go uh, on. That's okay. And uh, I had about 13 years of banking before I went to the commissioner's office. And I worked there in the commissioner's office. I've been there 18 years. Oh, wow. Okay. So. Been there a long time. I'm right at the front window. When you come in and you want problems or want to speak to them, you have to come to me first. Mm -hmm. And if I can solve that problem, I do before you even go in. Usually, a lot of people just want to be heard. Sure. They just want to know that somebody cares and is paying attention, and they they come in there for that. Okay. So that's pretty much. So you've you know, been on the front lines of the county government for 18 years. 18 years. That's pretty in impressive. There, I know. Yeah. Very Probably cool. the longest running administrator ever. So, <laughs> yeah, you got to be a little stubborn to get through 18 years. <laughs> but, but it's okay. I love my job, so I, I love doing what I do. Great. Okay. Well, what do you think makes you uniquely qualified to be the next county commissioner? Well, I think. My qualification comes from the 18 years of yeah. working in the county government, and uh, I'm a, a liaison. I'm, I'm a liaison between the commissioners and the county offices, the row offices, and the community services. You know, you got your uh, area agency on aging, community action agency, children and youth, uh, BDHP, behavioral health, mm -hmm. and uh, conservation district. Um, then we have all our regular offices, you know, right in the courthouse. And usually, you know, they call me if they need something or want something. So I know a little bit how they all work a little bit. So yeah. I think that highly qualifies me. Uh, when the uh, representatives call, senators call, I've had, you know, I've had a little bit of a, a liaison between them and the commissioners also when they're not there. So I have a touch with a little bit of basis on all that. That's awesome. So I do, yeah. So you worked a lot with Senator White's office and I have, Joe office. And, and Joe Pittman and, and yeah. yeah, all of those down there. They're great guys. Jeremy Dias, you know, yes. they're good people. Absolutely. Okay. Well, very cool. Um, I had, yeah, I had no idea. Uh, a lot, I mean, I know 
people, I don't think people understand how many departments there are. Oh, there's and, a lot of departments. Yeah, I, until I started actually doing these interviews and learning about it. There's right, way, there way is, bigger than you think. It, it is way bigger. You you have the courts and the probation and the, uh, the prothonotary, registered and recorders, sheriff, domestics, mm-hmm. public defenders. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can go on. We have assessment, tax claim, controllers. <laughs> they're all in the courthouse. Absolutely. So, and they all have different jobs, but they're all very well. They all do very well at their jobs, so they do. Very good. So, what do you love about Armstrong County? You know, what's your favorite well, things around here? Let's see. Let me see what I put down here. Um... Oh, oh, in the county, I love the natural resources. I love the rivers. Oh, yeah. The beauty of our county. It's just a wonderful place. Yeah. The trails. Um, you have all the folk festivals and all these things that happen. And and the people are wonderful in Armstrong County. Yeah. They're very caring people. Whenever you have a problem or you're in need, no one hesitates to jump in and help whenever you need it. Right. That's what I love most about the county. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. It seems yeah. like every time that I've ever had any kind of need or whenever we're trying to do something in the community, there's always people people right. around that want to help. Right. Yeah. That's my favorite thing, too, I think, is the mm-hmm. people. How about a favorite restaurant? You got a favorite well, restaurant? I don't here? really have a favorite restaurant. <laughs> I love them all, as you can see. I like them all. Um, I I can name a few. We go to Clyde's Restaurant and Bar in Cadogan. Oh, yeah. We're from that area. No one's love. They got pe- Oh, they got great pizza and wings. I'm telling you, it's good. Uh, but we live near the villa, so I go to the villa, and and we have the inn, Rachel's Roadhouse. I mean, I could name and name and name. We have a lot of food places. Yeah. And then I always say, and then we can go Dairy Queen or Speedies <laughs> or wherever for dessert. So It's a very yeah. underrated ice cream county, I think. It is underrated ice yeah. cream. You have Widen, all the way up, oh, Widen, 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 and then all the way down south. There's just good ice cream places everywhere. They do. Yeah, yeah they Although do. Although we need one downtown Catanning. So. We do. Maybe that'll be my next job. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... Um, as the next county commissioner, mm-hmm. I'm sure that you're looking and you see kind of, you probably have a better better view of the problems than just about anybody else uh, that we face as right, a county. Right. What, what do you think are like your top three uh, problems that you see in our, in our county or the things that you would want to work on in the, next, uh, in the next four years? Right. I definitely would like to work on our school taxes. Our taxes are so high. I feel bad for the elderly, especially that... They can't meet those taxes or having problems with those. Um, there's, we need to educate the people the difference between our school taxes and our county taxes. Right. Your county taxes aren't what's hurting you. Right. It's the school taxes. It's that big tax that comes in. And I think we need to lobby more for that. We need to lobby about maybe trying to bring back the, uh, I think there was an act at one time they were trying to bring in the sales tax mm-hmm. and, you know, hiring the sales tax. So you spend by your means. You don't you know, spend beyond your means because you don't have it. You right. have to pay for it up front. Yeah. And I think that would help the elderly a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I think those that's a, one of our big problems, and we need to to educate on that a little bit more. And um, the lack of business. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's jobs out there. There are jobs out there for people, but it's a lack of education, the qualifications for those jobs. Sure. I think we need to maybe reach out to try and qualify our people more and, and you know, so that they're able to do those jobs. Um, and, of course, my third would be the drugs and crime. Well, the drug problem, and along with that comes crime. Sure. But... 
I think we need to educate also on that. I think we really need to, to um, drug the drug problem is, is a is a hard thing, you know. But I'd like us to work harder, work with our drug tax force mm-hmm. on that, and um, you know, those are the three major things I think in our county that need, really need to be looked at. Absolutely. Um, so I'd like to go in detail on those. I, mm-hmm. I've identified four th- problems that I see for Catanning itself. Right. And I kind of see Catanning as a microcosm of the whole county. And so uh, if I can if I can go through each of those four things with you, and okay. then we'll come back to taxes at the end for okay. sure. Um, my number one is, is, like you said, availability of jobs in the county. Um, and uh, every single person, I, I think, recognizes that. You see empty storefronts and you see empty spaces at North Point and those right, kind of things. Right. So how would, you, how would you, as the next county commissioner, attract new businesses? How would you fill up those downtown areas and, and help the, the, the cities um, to create more, more jobs? Right. Um, I think, first of all, we have uh, LERDAs, which are in, in place. That's your local economic revitalization tax assessment. Assess, assistance right and we need to educate our our businesses that we have those we need to utilize them more i don't feel that the people know they're there there is also alertness for property for people to build homes right you know you build the homes the people come the businesses will come and we need that and that's going to help us bring them in as long as they're educated that we have those um also uh I think we we need to talk to our businesses and find out what they want from us. Mm-hmm. What are they expecting from us to come here? And try to work with them on getting them what they need to bring them here. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Okay. Um, have you, I, I'm just curious, since you've been kind of at the forefront there, I know there have been some businesses over the last few years that have come into town or have come to the county. Um What's what's your role been in all of that as far as trying to have those conversations with these new businesses? Well, I really haven't had the role in that. I okay. I um I just listen to them. Yeah. Talk and uh, I really be, being not being the commissioner. That's one of the other reasons I want to run is because I want to be able to get in there and talk yeah. to them and and find out what's going on with these companies and the people and what they're thinking. Right. And I don't I can't do that because I'm not in that role. Okay. You know what I mean? I can talk to them and listen, but I really can't do anything about it. Right. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love, I'd love to have someone in there that would be able to do more as well. Oh, yes. I I don't know. I just look at it and you see, uh, there's a lot of opportunity here, you would think. You would think. It's a beautiful place to live. It is a a beautiful place. I love it here. Yeah. Love it here. Okay. Well, very cool. Um, That's great. Next on my list is the drug epidemic, so we're right in sync there as well. <laughs> right. Um, the uh, the opioid epidemic is high on everybody's list, it I is. think. Uh, it you, is. We were number two in the state uh, a few years ago. I believe we were number four, and now it seems to be going in the right direction. Right. But, um, what would you do as the county commissioner, next county commissioner, to help solve the issue um, of the I opioid think, problem? I think we need to back up our drug task force. I think they're doing a wonderful job, and I think that's why it is coming down. But I think it's it comes down to the parents. I think they need to listen, pay attention, and I think they need to start that at a young age. I think they need to talk to their children when they're young and okay. just keep 
talking to them just keep talking to them as long as they're living with you and they're still growing in your home they need to be talked to and pay attention to who they're with who they're hanging out with and sometimes it's a little bit tough love you mm-hmm. know it's going to be tough love sometimes when they're they're older and they're into the drugs and you know and there's no family unscathed from drugs right it, it could it doesn't pick and choose it could be anybody and um it can go from the richest house to the poorest house it's just there and just because you have money doesn't mean it's not happening there you still need to talk to those kids right you know what i mean you still need to and i don't know that i don't know that we'll ever solve the drug problem i think it's always been there mm-hmm. it has just gotten worse right and the drugs have gotten worse yeah and so now i think with a lot of the deaths and the younger people and i feel so bad for those families cuz my family's not unscathed from it either. Yeah, it's you know, I think everybody has somebody somewhere in their family that's got a problem. So I, ha- I think we just need to stick together. We maybe need to go to other counties and find out what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Because it isn't just Armstrong County. Right. It's all, every county, and it's through the state. It's yeah. not just here. I mean, it's hard for us here because we live here. Mm-hmm. It's our families and our friends. But it's everywhere, and maybe get out there and find out what other people are doing, what's working for them, what's working for us, and kind of mingle it all together, and maybe it'll, you know, it'll get better and better. And that's what we can hope for anyways. Yeah, absolutely. So you talked a little bit about the drug task force and that, that whole deal. What what exactly do they do? They do? I'm not familiar with all that from, well, from a I, county perspective. I'm not real sure what all they do. I know that they, they uh, I think they have people out there you know, that are watching and knows what's going on. They watch over homes where the drugs are going in and out. Okay. Um, and then they're working with local police forces, they I'm are. assuming? Or, I'm okay. assuming they're working with them. I'm pretty sure they are. And, uh, and that's another thing. Maybe we need to uh, maybe facilitate somewhere where these people can go to get help, the ones that really want the help. Mm-hmm. Let's get them somewhere where they can go and get the help. Because if it's your child or my child, I sure want them to get help. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And if they're willing to do that, and if not, sometimes you just got to let them fall and hope that we can pick them back up, you know, whenever it's over. I agree that there's, I mean, there doesn't seem to be any major treatment facilities around here, which is surprising. No, there doesn't. Because you have to get sent way far away to get Right, so, and I I don't see where it would be a problem to get something here yeah. for that we need to do that absolutely we, i mean we need to it's our family it's our friends we need to do that okay. i think that that would be a major thing here in the county that i would like to see happen anyways yeah for sure okay uh so that was number two on my list uh number three we haven't talked about yet um it's one thing that i've been working on a lot mm-hmm. is is blight and so yes. um blight as far as um you know a house that's been abandoned it's not being taken care of and then that kind of spreads no one wants to live next to that house so they sell the, they try to sell their house they move away they don't take care of their houses and it just kind of spreads through a whole city it does and it so does. um that blight issue wh- what would you do i know the county's done a couple things already to kind of get started but what would you be doing as a commissioner to uh, help I, solve that issue i would push through with that mm. i would i would keep the blight program going, the land banks going, and get those get those places. 
I don't believe in ever going in and just taking someone's property. If sure. if you're poor and you don't have and your house has fallen but you live there, you know, let's try and get them some help to fix it. Sure. But not take it from them. Right. But if there's property that's been abandoned because of it was left to heirs and heirs left town or something like that, that now you're talking a different story. Or it's falling and it's endangering the people beside them or children next door. We need to do something with those properties. Yeah. And you get rid of those properties and it looks much better and it's going to bring the people in. Right. You know, so I think we should just work, keep working with the blight program we have. They're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that expanded and even, right. you know, be more aggressive. You look at Ford City. I don't know if you saw the other day. The oh, that building, building in Ford in. City <laughs> fell on that truck. And, I know. That was a shame. And there was somebody in there, too. I, I mean, know. It's just a matter of time before something like that happens and somebody right. gets killed. Right, and there are a lot of places like that that need to be taken down. Yeah. Or, you know, talk to the people, the owners, or the, you know. And there are some that are just landlords that don't want to they rent them and get the money but they don't fix them up right you know there has to be something we can do to fix that yeah and i think if we build on a program it'll just get better and better yeah so is that the county now there's money comes into the county and then they they decide that different houses or how did yeah i think there's grant they they apply for grant money the the cities okay yeah and that's what helps helps do those okay all right so that is coming from right from the county that's great okay Good. Um, the last one that I have is uh, you might know a lot of our cities. I'm sure you've dealt with city council people and all that with your time up there, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, our cities are struggling to manage the problems that they face. Um, I know in Katanning, we have a great city council. I, I, I really right. genuinely like every single person on there. Right. Uh, but each one of them has full time jobs. Right. And they're trying to run a city and trying to um, trying to work through all the different issues that they face on a daily basis. Um how can how would you as like a county commissioner as a full time person uh, be able to work with our cities to help them manage the problems that they face? Right. Well, putting politics aside, mm-hmm. I work with Democrats and Republicans, mm-hmm. and it takes a full board to do the job to yeah. help our county. I mean, you have to be working full time. You have to be there. We have. Uh, services like we have the CCAP that's County Commissioners Association of Pennsylvania mm-hmm. we have the Northwest County Commissioners we have the SPC Southwestern Pennsylvania Commission we need to go to those those help all counties surrounding yeah. us not just us helps Armstrong Indiana Butler and you need to go there and find out what's going on what we can do yeah but you've got to be a part of that you got to go one commissioner cannot do it all. Sure. And there are so many things out there, so many committees. And we need full-time commissioners to be there and go to these things and bring that stuff back here. Yeah. Because they know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, Butler's thriving, you right. know. Indiana's doing well. We need to bring that stuff, figure out how to get it here, bring the knowledge back here. Go yeah. get educated, bring it back here, and then do it. Right. <laughs> Not just bring it back and then forget about it. Sure. <laughs> bring it back and do it. You know, you need to be there. You got to do it. Yeah. You know, and we, it takes a full board. Yeah. Not just one one commissioner can do it all. It takes a full board. Absolutely. So it does. Yeah, three people working together is, would be key, uh, having to having right. to three full-time people. Right, there. right. Okay. Well, very good. Um, 
I hear a lot of complaints about taxes. I know we talked about that mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, I don't know uh, your thoughts on that. I know you talked about the school tax and lobbying for that. Right. How, how would you go after that specifically? I mean, would it be with the school board or how well, do you? You do. You have to go to the school board. We're going to have to lobby to our school boards and say, hey, we're losing people. We can't afford this. The people here can't afford this. Um, we need first. We need to educate our people. We need to educate the citizens and let them know the difference between, like I said, the county tax and the school board. But then we need to lobby those schools hard and heavy. Mm-hmm. We need to, you know, really let them know how unfortunate it is that we have to pay. We have people. I talk to people all the time that don't want to move to our county because of our school tax, mm-hmm. not because of our county or the drugs or the businesses. It's because they can't afford the taxes. Right. And that, again, comes in turn with your LERDA and, you know, and help with our taxes. And if you can eliminate the county tax for so many years, it'll make it easier on the school tax until maybe something we can do something more. Sure. You know what I mean? But we definitely got to lobby our legislators and our school both for that school tax because we can't change the school tax. Yeah. They have to do that. Right. You know. Yeah, I look at places like I, I came moved here from Greensburg, and I, you, you mm-hmm. mentioned Butler, and mm-hmm. you look at housing plan after housing plan after housing plan, and it's right. just like it it once you can get it going, it's just it's like a roll in the roll in the rock downhill. Right. If, you, if we could build a hundred new houses every few years, it, right. be, it would be right. a lot of extra. And tax there, money. like I said, there are alertas in place mm-hmm. for residential alertas. Yeah. Uh, there are residential learners, learners, as far as I know, in the North Point, in mm-hmm. the back end of there. There's no houses back there. Does anybody even know that? I've talked to people. They don't know that. Right. You know, and I'm thinking, what are we doing wrong here? Yeah. You know, it's time to step up to the plate and use these things. Utilize what you have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To help these people and get them in here. Because I know, like, um, Butler area and out in Sarver area and those places, they're putting in housing all the time. Right. And they don't even have alertas. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) something isn't right here, you (laughs) know. So we need to really get out there and talk about it. We really do. I think it's all going to come down to communication and and talk to your your taxpayers and your citizens and see what they want. Mm -hmm. You know, I hope if, if and when I become a commissioner, I can... Listen to the citizens. Have them into my office and listen to what they have to say. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what they want. They want to be heard. Yeah. You know, that's usually all they want. They want to be heard. Yeah. And a lot of times you're hearing all this stuff. I'm you're, hearing it, but I'm not able to do anything. Right. My hands are tied. I can't do anything for them. I can, I try, and I have done some good things for some people and with adoptions and things like that by talking to other people that I know because I work. Like, like I said, as a liaison through these other, you know, but I really don't have any power yeah. to, you know, push it any further. So sure. I'd like to have that and work with that. And I've been doing it for a long time. So yeah. I think I can do it. Very cool. I think I can do it. <laughs> so what do you think? I mean, you just have, you have some special insight there with your time at the county. Right. What's the most, I mean, what are some of the most common complaints that you hear kind of being at, at the front lines like that? I know this uh, isn't on our list, but I just, uh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm just curious. Well, I think I... my biggest complaint right now is the commissioners not being there that I hear. They come, they want to see them, they're not there. Okay. Or they're calling and they're not getting answers or return calls. 
and I'm not I'm not gonna point any fingers at any of them. I don't have to. They know who they are. So, yeah. but that's the biggest complaint I'm having now. That and uh, let me think. Jobs. People want jobs, and the jobs are out there. I think with the millennial. And it's going to be different. Sure. Kids are different now. Absolutely. It's, it's not like it was where you were hands-on when we were kids. You went out there and you shoveled and you worked and you threw bales of hay. It didn't matter if you were a girl or <laughs> a boy, you did it. Yeah. And nowadays it's like they're on them computers and, you know, that's what they want. So I think educating them is going to bring those jobs. They're going to be able to fill those jobs. Right now we're having a hard time filling them. They either don't aren't educated or they can't pass a drug test. Yeah. So those things we have to take care of, and those are the biggest uh, complaints we have. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, and I look at things like Lenape and all, all that stuff. Right. You know, could we, we expand the program? Exactly. There? I have that in my notes that, that Lenape is a good place, any kind of a tech school. I will tell you that my daughter's a nurse. She runs the nursing department out here at the jail. Okay. And um, she was a nurse down in North Carolina for years. She finally came back home, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she went to Lenape Botech. And she has a good job in his work since she left there. My son is a a um, in the carpenters union, mm-hmm. and he went to Lenape Tech. Yeah, and he makes good money. Now he does have to work out of state a lot, right? But he makes good money, and they their education came from Lenape Tech. Yeah, and I think if we get back to those standards and put the kids in there and let them learn, yeah. you know. I think it was a nation. We've shunned it for so long. We and have. Said, you have to go to a four-year You need to go to college, and you need to yeah. stay in a school. Well, you know what? You don't need to. Yeah. Well, now you'd end up with $100,000 in debt That's and no job. That's the problem. That's the problem is the debt. Yeah. Nobody wants that debt. We have And then they say there's kids. no jobs, you know? Yeah. There's 18-year-old kids coming out of Lenape and going to Oberg as a machinist and making $50,000 right. tomorrow. So, right. I mean, it's a it's a great opportunity. I think it is, too. And I, I think it was a shame that we couldn't have done something that up here at the senior high school when it left, like put something like that in there. If I would have been a commissioner at the time, that's what I'd have lobbied for was putting a some kind of a tech school or something in there. The building's not bad. Yeah. It's big. Right. It would house a, a nice tech school. Absolutely. And that would have helped a lot of people. Yeah. Not to say that I don't know what's happening with that. I know there was buyers, I think. Um, yeah, the, gymna- or the, the dynamics or gymnastics place. Yes, I think they took over that. Yeah. So, but that would have been a really good place for one. Yeah. It would have been. I'm sure there'll be other big empty spaces I in hope the future. So. <laughs> I hope so. And I hope we uh, can fill it up. Yeah. Well, very good. Um, so, uh, my last question for you to kind mm-hmm. of finish us out. I'm I'm a man that I, I want to see a vision. You know, I, I think that yes. when there's no vision, then we don't, we're not going anywhere if there's no vision. And right. so, um as a as a city, you know, I I'm trying to kind of formulate a vision for Catanning, but as a county, I'm assuming you have some things that you would like to see happen. Uh, say you were in there for a couple of terms, eight eight ten years from now, mm-hmm. what would Armstrong County look like in your vision uh, if if Deb Whiteman would get her way on everything yeah, that she wants? Yeah, if I get my way on everything I want, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that's probably not going to happen, but I hope so. <laughs> but now I. Uh, I would see more businesses. I'd like to see downtown Catanning look like it did when I was younger and you had a Brody's and you had, you know, Joe's Army Navy and you had, and every corner there was a store. I'd love to see that again. We don't have enough 
businesses like that, like clothing stores. And, you know, we don't have them. Mm -hmm. We just don't have them. And where do we go spend our money? We travel. Yeah. Because there's nothing here. Right. We need to bring that in. And my vision is to see that there and the little mom and pop shops. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with them. I love them. Absolutely. You know, they're the best places to go buy anything. Totally agree with you. You know, those, <laughs> those little shops and the little businesses. But we need to help them. Mm-hmm. We need to help them to get them here. And I would see our drug at a very minimal. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, like I said, along with drug comes crime. And I think our crime will go way down. You know, and I think if we all stick together and we all lend a helping hand with each other, I think we can do that with this county. Absolutely. I, I think we can do it. Yeah, totally agree with you. Anything else you want? No, other than I love it here and yeah. I plan on staying. No matter <laughs> what, I plan on staying here. So Yeah. Well, it is uh it's so good to meet you. If it's someone nice meeting you. if somebody wanted to get involved with your campaign, they want to help you out over the next couple of weeks to help get you in office. Um, what's the best way to get in touch with you? What's the best way to get involved with your campaign? How can people support you? Oh, they can call me anytime on my cell phone. Can I put my cell phone number on there? You can, absolutely. It is uh, 724-664-5790. Um, give me a call. Um, I can use the people at the polls to help hand out cards and get my name out there. Just word of mouth helps a lot. Absolutely. So uh, I'll take any help I can get. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who you are. Very good, very good. Well, uh, if you guys are interested in voting for Deb, uh, the primary is on May 21st, uh, and it's actually very important for you. You're running on the Republican side of the ticket. And so uh, the Republican side has five candidates that are going to be whittled down to two. On the Democrat side, there's only two candidates, so they're both going to get through anyway. So it's very important if you want to vote for Deb that you make sure that you're there on May 21st to vote for her. And um, that's all I have. Do you have anything else? No, that's it. I just want to thank everybody and... Let's just stick with it. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, great to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Hopefully you all enjoyed meeting Deb. And uh, as always, we'll see you in the next one.